Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Sports Radio 910 The Fan. Uh Bring the energy. It's happening. Get it, get get, get, get. For your lives. It's time for MP on the mic. Cunning. Capable, agile, flexible. It gets me pumped and it gets me going. Michael Phillips is... Let's go! MP on the mic. o'clock hour number two and the final hour of the week on MP on the mic. Uh, still nothing good to say about the commanders. Uh, still nothing good to say about what that was last night. A Bears say goodbye. Hey, win oh. column. We're glad to be in there. Now to build from it. 40 to 20. The Bears take care of the Washington commanders here. On the Chicago Bears radio network. The call there. Um... If you tuned out at halftime, it it got uh it got close kind of. Uh here's 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 as close as it got. Gibson in the backfield, snap to Howe, Bears break pressure. Howe, wide open man, Curtis Samuel, touchdown, touchdown Washington. That time there was no mistaking where he was going, no defender around Curtis. Uh that that touchdown pass to Curtis Samuel. Uh, took it to 30-20, to 20, a 10-point game. Uh, then on the next drive, they missed a field goal, uh, and it was, uh, it was sayonara from there. Uh, they, the fact that they made it close for a second doesn't do anything for me because I, I've been directing my disappointment today at the defense and, and firmly at the defense, and that includes especially Jack Del Rio and Ron Rivera. Because it is year four, and they still haven't figured this thing out. Um, if, flip, you know, at the end of the season, you can always flip a few and say it would have gone differently. If they had beaten the Eagles on Sunday, we're reacting differently this morning. I mean, we're not reacting well. We're reacting quite poorly. But we're still re- we're reacting with a, with a slight tempered measure. There are three kinds of teams in the NFL. The elite teams, the really bad teams, and the middle. The commanders are firmly in the middle. Eagles are elite. Bears are bad. Commanders are firmly in the middle. They can win any week, and they can lose any week. And the warning signs were there all week. Uh, and they, cho- they ignored them, and defensively, they didn't adjust for the things they knew the Bears would do. Offensively, uh, it appears they didn't study up at all. Uh, it was just an overall disappointing performance all the way around. Now, what do you do? You've got the short week here. Uh, you're the, the long weekend here, the, sh- the 
the short bye, they call it. Uh, the short bye this weekend before you get back to work on Tuesday. It It's the reason this is tricky to unwind. And that is that Jack Del Rio is fully in charge of this defense. As much as you all want to hear, like, they're going to fire Ron and that's going to solve things. It doesn't really solve anything. Jack Del Rio runs this defense. And Jack Del Rio ran a bad defense last night. Now, I think the players deserve some of the blame, too. I think Jack Del Rio is, is coaching Chase Young to be in places he's not. And that is frustrating, Jack Del Rio. I don't understand why they don't operate as a team. I'm not sure... Uh, not sure what the what the the gap is there, what the issue is there. I don't understand why they continue to allow big plays in year four of a system with a a personnel grouping that is plenty fine. Uh this this is everything you need in a secondary is there. Um you have the correct players, the correct tools. It just I mean, they did not look the part last night in any way whatsoever. Ron Rivera is not going to coach this team next year. The question is, if the wheels continue to come off, do you make a change this year? Do you give Eric Bieniemy a chance to be head coach for a little while? Do you want to see what he's capable of? Now, I was I was pretty warm on Eric Bieniemy last week. He bounced back very nicely after the Bills debacle. I thought put together a really nice game plan against Philly. It's not a great endorsement what he brought to the table last night. Uh, it was. You know, more of the same from the first few weeks that really frustrated us. And Brian Robinson only having six carries is just inexcusable. Even in a situation where you're playing from behind, you can't do that to your young quarterback. You can't do that to Sam Howell. But it's the effort stuff that bothers me the most this morning. It's six guys trying to bring down Khalil Herbert. Then Danny Johnson comes off the bench and makes a big third down tackle. Six, takes six starters to do it. Danny Johnson comes off the bench. He's he found a way to do it. It's, it's Emmanuel Forbes not not being able to, to put that last game in, in the rearview mirror, and it's the coaching staff not adjusting, knowing they were going to come right at Emmanuel Forbes. It's uh, it's the front four. It's the front four not not getting home, not putting any amount of pressure on Justin Fields at any point, letting him run, not preserving their gaps. Uh, it's it's the turnovers. It's Antonio Gibson dropping a pass. It's the Logan Thomas fumble. Logan Thomas, 11 targets last night. He made some, he made some great play. This is going to be a tight end heavy offense. They're going, I, you know, that wasn't as flagrant as the Antonio Gibson fumbles, but it came at a, it came at a very inopportune time. Uh, it was very difficult. It was bad. It was, uh, it was bad all the way around. That's, uh, that's what Jonathan Allen said. Defense just played like shit. We're not a good defense right now. We got to own that, and we got to take that, and we got to be better. That's what's causing us these games right now. Defensively, we just we're not executing. We got to be better. Everybody's talented in the NFL. It doesn't matter how talented you are, it's about how well you play together and on any given Sunday. So, you got to be better. I'm sorry. Terrible. Give up 40 points on Thursday night. That's just not. That's not acceptable. I mean, we just got to own it, man. We got to take it one step at a time. You're not going to fix every single problem at once. We're going to look at this film, and we're going to move on. And I, I think every single player on this defense needs to take a good, hard look at themselves and see what they got to do to improve. I mean, he, he was a top three pick for a reason. 
BC4 up in Washington. He's right. Every NFL team has talent. And owners tank, GMs tank, players don't tank. That dude was playing for his job last night. Justin Fields knows if they end up with a number one draft pick, he doesn't get to be quarterback next year. Caleb Williams does. He's playing for his job last night, and he he did the plays he needs to make. No, we're good. We're good, Josh. Um, it's uh, he he made the plays that he needed to make, and and there is talent on on every unit in the NFL. And Jonathan Allen is also right. This was on the defense. This this was a defense driven debacle last night. Uh, starts from the coaching staff, the personnel side, uh, a draft that produced no usable talent last night. Uh, a coordinator who can't get to the quarterback despite having four first-round picks on on the defensive line, uh, a secondary that is regressing instead of progressing, uh, and players that that are struggling to make tackles, struggling to handle the basics. Um, it it's tough. Uh, it, it there there were boos last night at halftime, well-deserved boos. First boos of the Josh Harris era. Uh, they put you know that the honeymoon was over there. Harrison Magic Johnson sitting in the box. I think they know, though. I think they knew before this. This this is the year they've got. This is this is the hand they were dealt this year. They have to play it out. It's hard to see a scenario where changes aren't made. I mean, one, you absolutely cannot leave Ron Rivera as the GM. That has nothing to do with last night. Last night proved it, but we've known that for a while now. The best football operations don't do that. Um, you'll need to hire a real GM. You'll need to restructure everything after this offseason. But I had hoped all along, I I thought maybe there was a chance, you know, that this team could have a little spunk, could could float above five hundred. Um, instead, we got a we got a little Taylor Heineke revenge game on tap here uh, potentially if Desmond Ritter uh, struggles again for the Falcons this week. I uh, got the long week, got the rest. Um, we'll we'll go into this next week. We'll do the we'll do the bye week. Uh, you know, breakdown next week of everything about the Commanders. But I'll say this, looking ahead, Atlanta's offense is bad. They're worse than the Bears. They're one of the worst in football. This has to be the get-right game for the defense next week. There are no options there. There's the 10-day rest. There's there's no excuses going into next week's game. It's going to have to be a bounce-back game. It's going to have to be a dominant defensive showing. They're going to have to hold that team under 21 points. Otherwise, you can just uh, you go ahead and kiss this season goodbye. Maybe you should give Eric Bieniemy a chance because there's nothing left to play for. Taylor Heineke, come you know, putting the stake in a Washington season. That would be uh, that would be a heck of a storyline. I don't think it'll happen. I think Atlanta's bad, but I don't think Chicago's good either. I mean, DJ Moore basically had his whole season's worth of production last night in one game. Just uh, if you have a secondary that can get picked on like that, and this this is a team-wide problem. You have a secondary that can get picked on for big plays, and you have a defensive line that can't get home to, to have the pressures to make the plays that you need to have to keep them from having the time to get beat. I don't think either unit is more culpable than the other. The defensive line is good enough to get home that's why you pay those guys. That's why you draft those guys. The secondary is good enough to cover. They've drafted those guys. They've paid those guys. This isn't a situation where the linebackers struggle and you throw up your hands like, well, what are you going to do? They stink. Both those units are good. 
Both those units are very good and very talented, and they both failed last night simultaneously. And that's what it looks like. It looks like 27 to 3 at halftime. It looks like year four of Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio running the same plays, doing the same things, and getting the same results, which is a complete inability to hold the other team in check. Meanwhile, in uh, in Bearsland, uh, they uh, they're making things happen. They're out there uh, on the uh, on the wires today. They uh, trade away Chase Claypool. He is headed to the Miami Dolphins. Uh, late uh, late pick swap there. They'll swap seventh round and sixth round draft picks. Uh, so after uh, an zero and ten record with the Bears, he's um, he's headed out of town. Uh, they deal him. Great time to make that deal uh, while everybody's basking in the glow. Uh, of a win. So Chase Claypool goes from the Bears uh, to the Dolphins this morning, uh, essentially for free. Uh, they trade, they swap sixth and seventh round draft picks. Uh, Commanders aren't the only game in town, thankfully, uh, but I don't have better news for you on the college football front. We'll get into that when we return. Virginia Tech's down at Florida State. It's uh, going to be a long afternoon for them, uh, but we got a fun one. UVA, William & Mary. Out in Charlottesville, Mike London homecoming. Uh, we'll break that one down for you. Uh, William and Mary had a, a great start to the season. Um, they're dealing with some injuries, though. We'll dive into that. And the NCAA extort, restoring Tez Walker's eligibility at North Carolina. What does that mean for Joe Bamisil at VCU uh, basketball? Um, all that and more coming up. Uh, if you missed anything, if you missed our commander's talk, um, just tune into AWOD Radio at the top of the hour. Uh, he'll probably fire everybody by the end of the first segment. I don't know what he'll do for the rest of the program. Um, guessing he hasn't fully bounced back from that one. I, it's going to take a long time to get the taste of that one out of our mouths. Man, it, if they had the Eagles win, maybe it goes down slightly smoother, but they don't, and it was rough. And it, 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 That will enter the pantheon of rough nights at FedEx Field. Uh, over the over the last twenty years, uh, over the over the last twenty five years, uh, free Odyssey app. If you missed anything, hit the rewind. Uh, if you missed Gary Hess at ten fifteen, we always have a fun time breaking down his game of the week. He'll be out at Hermitage Freeman tonight. Uh, Gary and Coach Chris. Uh, that's uh, six thirty right here on nine ten. The fan. We're going to step aside. Plenty more program. It's MP on the mic. It's a Friday. You're listening to nine ten. The fan now at one zero five one FM. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. 